0: hello and welcome to talking baseball it's the midweek episode brought to you by seat geek we got slumps and, and one guy proving everyone wrong so let's talk all about it
1: oh you look so good today jake The the freak
0: cult leader
1: ah. just got back from nepal
0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. He's wearing, yeah, it is a little culty shirt. And Trevor's wearing a Valley Boys
1: hoodie mm. in the
0: Valley. Wow, first
1: place Pirates too.
0: Mm. Producer BBD behind the dish. We got the midweek episode. Some some kind of over uh, overarching like team team updates like what's going on with Mm. these fellas and then some personal ones as well uh some weird situations that's the app jake how you doing
2: james trevor david yeah uh fell asleep on the couch last night uh the moment the yankees game ended against the uh the triple a exhibition they're putting on this week um oakland's as bad as i've seen a team um it's really sad. like I wish I was protesting with the Oakland fans because i I get if your owner wants to move and stuff, that product on the field. And not to be shouts fired at the lads, but it's uh their pitching especially is just you're really playing from behind right now. Uh, but got a good night's sleep on the couch. back gets better support on the couch. um and then yeah, put on my cult leader outfit. Uh, we're going to your stadium today, Trev. Uh, get get some more scouting reports for you. And, uh, yeah, I'm jazzy to talk with the, with the full gang because we are starting to get to, like, games are mattering. If you're the Cardinals, you can't slip up anymore. Like, the Yankees have the Rays coming into town. If they blow that, they w- will not be able to catch them. So, games matter in May, Trev.
1: We get it, bro. You placed a bet on the Cardinals to win the division. We get it. They don't need a pep talk from you every dang episode, get all right? pep there. You, you a sleep on the pep. couch a lot or what? What's up with that?
2: Uh, only when Jess's old boss comes over and stays with us.
1: Oh. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Anytime. I celebrated Mother's Day last night with Olivia. Oh, I took wow. her up to a <laughs> nice dinner because we got a lot of stuff going yeah. on, on the weekend. I like that. So we that. went out early and uh, had a nice little night together. And um, I am a little scared of this episode because okay. we're going to be talking about the Mets and we haven't really covered the Mets a ton other than, you know, some of the pitching staff injuries and the or stuff. And the first time I feel like we're going to really cover them in depth. We're going to probably talk about a lot of the struggles, but maybe we'll find, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel or something like that for Mets fans. Mm. Maybe I'm hoping. Maybe. What do you think, James?
0: We can start with the Mets. Is anyone going to sponsor? Does anyone want to sponsor the Mets? Shady kind of Rays. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Shady Rays. outfit
0: a little bit. You can bit. fall asleep at the game. People won't know. They won't know. I'm excited to wear my Shady Now you look like Tom Cruise at Coachella. Okay, going back on with the sunglasses. Yeah, it is wild how much better you look when the sunglasses come on.
2: The more of my face you cover with Shady Rays, (laughs) uh, our friends at Shady Rays. We got some special stuff going on with them. They are our partner throughout Blitzball, which has been incredible. If you guys have been watching that on the YouTube, you already know. If you don't, you should. And you already know Shady Rays, world-class product. If you lose or break your glasses... They send your placement. No cues, aid. It's no questions asked, people. Okay, so basically, you get lifelong glasses from Shady Rays. Summers here. Go to a ball game. I'm wearing shades
0: the whole game today, Jim. I probably am. Hold me a, to that. I got a couple pairs. Uh, well, the whole world can hold you to it because we're going to be on camera for majority of the game. Yeah, um, Trev, we got hooked up. We got Sh- Jake got up. hooked up. I did some networking. You know me and the people. Guess whose seats we're sitting in, Jake? In our Shady Ray glasses. So Shady Rays is getting like double sponsorship. <laughs>
2: code talk, what Wait a second. code you, talking. Code talking. Of seats are
1: you sitting in today? Code
2: talking 50% off two plus pairs. Get yourself a pair, get a friend a pair, get yourself multiple pairs at shadyrays.com talking 50% off. And yeah, you'll see them. It's a it's a friend of a friend of a friend seats, you know. Yeah. If you're watching the game, Dude, you They can might be the Jake, best
1: seats in the stadium back
0: on.
2: There's an argument.
1: Lauren Michael seats. What? Whoa, like Lauren Michaels of Saturday Night Live? I think they're like Saturday
0: Night Live seats. but like when Fallon goes, he sits there. Jake like, got offered those. When of
1: goes,
2: he sits there.
0: What?
1: Yeah. I've met a couple. I always people. told you you're a freaking movie star. I the, cult. the
0: cult's
2: working, baby. <laughs> I, just, I just texted Co Tucker. I said, it's time to start the cult. He said, no better day than today. So, <laughs> he says that to everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. true.
1: Yeah, I, I was actually idea. texting him yesterday, so no big deal.
2: He's uh, I think he's coming back on the field Friday. Rocks need some help. And so do the Mets. So do the
1: Mets. Yeah. I'm just okay. watching you guys. I don't know what's going on over there. Saturday night live seats, Yankee games. Good for you. I'm happy for you guys.
0: The Mets, uh, have four, uh, hitters. Nimo, Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil, all OPS plus is positive. Uh, I mean, Nemo's numbers are great. Uh, I think Alonzo tied the NL lead of homers last night with Muncie. Alonzo is uh, mashing the ball. The average is low. I don't know if I think that's lower for him than usual. Um, Deon Base is an incredible, but he's absolutely smoking balls he hits. So his overarching numbers are good. Um, Lindor might be struggling, but it looks like the slugging saving him a little bit. Uh, I think you would want more, but it's not terrible. Uh, McNeil's hitting. The pitching is a problem, and. Is it injuries? Is it pitching through injuries? <laughs> well, I don't know, but they are second to last in the league in FIP, or uh, in FIP, Fielding Independent Pitching. So, like, are the pitchers just taking care of business on their own, like not relying on the fielders, blah, blah. And Oakland is last, and as Jake said, Oakland is not even a real team. Like, they're trying to lose on purpose, and it's a oh. bizarre If they go 500, the rest of the way, they lose 91 games. Uh, They're on pace to be the historically worst team uh, ever to play a full major league baseball season. So technically the Mets, I'm not counting Oakland, they're last in FIP. um, And that's on the pitchers. They're also pretty bad at just straight up ERA. I think they're uh, in the bottom 10 there. And I don't know, like some of the names are the names you wanted, right? Like, um, Sanga's got six starts. Scherzer's got five starts. Obviously, Verlander, that's a big one. Um, Carrasco's got three. Uh, McGill hasn't been good. David Peterson hasn't been good. So they've lost. What was the, their record? 14 of the last, or 12 of the last 15 or something? 12 of like their last 15.
2: They're two games under 500, 17 and 19 on the season.
1: It's been all over the place. You know, you mentioned Pete's overall numbers look pretty good. But, you know, as of lately, the last, you know, 14 uh, days, 688 OPS, 298 OBP. Uh, so there's been some issues kind of all over the field. You know, I think if you look at, you know, the just the overall numbers, uh, you, you're right, James, 26th. Overall in ERA for their starting pitchers. I always like to look at whip. How many people are you freaking letting on base per inning? 27th overall in whip for their starters. And that's, look, yes. Cookie's going to be back. He had three starts and then, you know, was injured. He's going to come back soon. You, hopefully he can return to form. Scherzer, I don't know what, what, what to make of what's going on with him. I I called yesterday. Before they scratched him for a start, I was on uh, baseball today with C. Rose. And I was like, why, are, why is he pitching? His quotes were saying, "I know what this is. It's something in my shoulder, my scap, and all it needs is rest." I had the same thing in 2019. It just needs a little rest. I'm like, "But you're pitching through it." So they made the savvy decision to like not pitch him. Thank goodness. And hopefully that calms down and Scherzer can return to form. We know the velo hasn't really been there. Um, he hasn't been himself. But if I'm a, I would bank on Max Scherzer like being a pretty good pitcher this year as long as he's healthy. I think that's a key for them is kind of getting all these guys they signed to pitch, pitching, um, and kind of getting in some sort of rhythm. They have not been able to do that. And the depth they have brought up to replace these guys, you know, for the most part, uh, has, they have not performed, you know, up to standards at all. So it's kind of just been a little bit of everywhere. Um, there's been some decent spots in the bullpen. I'm not going to pat myself on the back again about David Robertson, God. but my goodness, he's the best. First and without him, I season. think the record could be a lot worse.
0: What's going on with Verlander? He made his first start. start he makes his Detroit, second
2: start right? today. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it his first start, I think he landed at 5 and 2. Five, five yeah, they popped him for two him. homers in the first. and yeah. he was good after. Then he was that. That. fine. Okay, so yeah, I That's mean, nice. Verlander's back, and let's let's be honest. Like he's, you know, he was their huge move. Like he was supposed to replace Degrom. He won the Cy last year. He's he's Justin Verlander. They played it safe with him from the start. He could, if he goes out against Cincinnati today and throws seven shut, none of us would be surprised. I feel like it, this isn't a good baseball comparison, but no, when we talk about a hitter being a click off. You know, it's it's the littlest thing, and it's Trev. I see I got your interest because it's something you love. But it feels like this rotation is a click off, and uh, it should come right because like it. The quest one of the question marks was Sanga, and what would it look like early? And he's actually been great in the Ghost Fork. The numbers on it are crazy. Like he's doing his thing. Verlander, I, none of us will bet against him. That um, if you get if Scherzer gets the rest he needs, and he knows his body better than. Probably any other player in MLB. Remember when he sat out a World Series start? Because he, yeah. like, knew he couldn't do it, but he knew he kind of could the next day. That's where he re-
0: said this was, or similar, yeah.
2: So, um, after that, McGill, Peterson, Lucchesi, um, I don't know. Like, let's see. And But I think if those other three click, then those guys can potentially see that and pass the baton. We see that in baseball. Uh, the bullpen makes me a little nervous. I know the... Um, you know, the stats, and I don't think Mets fans are saying it's it's the problem, but, you know, D-Rob, Adovino, Drew Smith, it, you like that. It gets a little thin after that, man, and obviously Edwin Diaz right before the season, and we know how how tough that was. Brooks Raley was kind of a big ad for them. Um, he's on the IL. Uh, I really like Montes Tejoka, which is, I don't know, like a funny sentence, but watch that guy throw baseball, but he had to get TJ. That, I don't know, man, like... If you want to go on a winning streak in today's MLB, obviously you need a lot of things to go right. Um but I'm I'm worried that say the rotation gets going, um you know, will the bullpen be able to to do it for like, you know, win win 8 out of 10? Cuz you're going to start burning through those guys a lot more which which you haven't been. So, I don't know, the the Mets concerns are kind of real. Uh buck coach him up, right? That's we're a manager's podcast.
0: Can I tell you something? That's, I don't know. Some people find this interesting. I'm one of them. Some people find this completely irrelevant. Uh, the Mets are uh, 30th in strength of schedule so far. They've had, according to baseball reference, the easiest schedule in all of baseball. They are yes. 12 and 12 against teams under 500. That's not good. It's not good. That means you're one of them. And they are five and uh, seven against teams over 500. So I don't know what that means or not. Their schedule stays kind of relatively easy for a little bit. So maybe get out of it. And I think June is hell. There's one month that's a little bit of a hell schedule for the Mets. I'm not sure which one it is. I forget. But um, I was hoping when I looked that up that it was a little, it was a different tale
1: we have the We have the stats The overall their opponents have a four sixty nine winning percentage uh against other teams um, for a seventy six win pace over one sixty two and they're obviously nineteen and seventeen against the Mets um i I think this is interesting because you know offensively they haven't been great either eighteenth in runs uh we, some bright spots throughout uh seems like when they hit the ball. Uh, they don't line it up with pitching which is always tough that's how you can get into these ruts if you're just not lining your stuff up whatsoever but they've already kind of dipped in and like the reinforcements as far as like offensively like they brought up Beatty they have Alvarez there and it's like these guys have actually been performing well for for young guys Um, but those aren't the guys that you're going to rely on to like save your season offensively it'd be nice to come get a jolt from them and you might get a couple of good weeks run out of them, and maybe they do carry you for a series. Uh, but it's those guys at the top of the lineup that, that have to to do it. And like I said, Pete's overall numbers look good. Uh, he's going to have his times where he's struggling. Uh, like I said, the last 14 days, not exactly great. Um, but I think right now where their pitching is at with them still trying to like get everyone back into the rotation, that's what has to go. You just got to bang the ball around a little bit, and it kind of just hasn't happened lately.
0: They're second in bunt hint, hits. Okay. So,
1: but their percentage. Daniel Vogelbuck their per- has a 400 OBP. Their percentage of bunt hits yet. is
0: bad. <laughs> so, bunting a lot of outs, I guess. <laughs> bunting a lot. Uh,
2: Carrasco comes back soon. He, he just made a, a rehab start. So, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, in two weeks, a lot can happen in baseball. You know, if you went a week ago, the Mets didn't have Justin Verlander and Cookie Carrasco in theory, they'll have both of them in the rotation uh in like another week so you you can change this tune pretty quickly, but like Jim said with the schedule like they they probably know that right like so I don't know it's it's gonna be a little bit of everything getting Justin Verlander and Carlos Carrasco back that's important, and that's the players are going to have to go it whether it's the young guys or alonzo goes nuts for 2 weeks or maybe just the whole lineup balances out that right now you look at the mets lineup and you see two different lineups it gets you want the those top guys have kind of gone they can obviously do more they're great players but the bottom of the line is is one of the young guys going to go nuts or or one of the veterans going to figure it out like marte got slid down the other day i i don't know
1: yeah, he's been, he's been struggling a lot. Yeah. Uh, I had something else to say. Shoot. Okay. Why did I forget what I was going to say?
0: I don't know. Last year they had a, such a good babbip That was what Strider was making fun of them for. Kind of like, you know, you're getting lucky on your, you know, your ground balls that you hit because they're a big ground ball team. And this year they're, they're bottom in, in, in that. So uh, maybe the shift is hurting the Mets mm. where they were finding more holes against the shift last year. And Now they're just, I have no idea. Mets fans, let us know everything we got wrong, and then the the things that you're like, yeah, that is a concern, the pitching.
1: Jolly. I think they're all con- they're concerned about everything. Should be.
0: It's not looking good. And the good news is, if they would have got Correa, he's not performing either. He just
1: said, I, "I I'll boo me right now too." I I was I've been watching a lot of that. He also uh, cited his low BABIP for a reason. Which, you know, that's that does mean something. Like, typically, you like are a BABIP guy, like, you have a certain, you know, you're mean, whatever it is, 315. You'll get back there. The one thing I forgot to mention that I always got to mention with the Mets is we're on Tommy Hunter save watch. We have it at 0.5 over under. He does not have a save yet. Okay. He does have 12 and two thirds innings pitched. Which is like dang close to tops of that bullpen. (laughs) Just so you know, dang close. Only D Rob has D Rob has fourteen in the third, and you know he's like the closer.
2: Know what he had to do on Sunday, Trev? They they needed him to eat it. (laughs) Big Tommy Hunter threw forty (laughs) nine bullets.
1: Oh my god! I bet he was screaming in the clubhouse (laughs) afterwards. He does this thing on the flights where he goes like, "Giddy up, giddy up!" when you take off. Okay. To, like, the plane. And I could just imagine him just, like, screaming. He does that. He's, he's a loud individual. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I feel like Tommy Hunter is just going to play forever because he'll just force his way into some, like, front office meeting. He'll, like, barge in the door and say, I'm going to be on your team. And then people are like, all right. Like, you're just a big guy, kind of scary. So, sure.
0: Do we want to... Uh... Pivot to a positive note before we we go back to negative in the
1: third topic. No, I want to I want to go I want to go Cardinals with you. Wow. I want to hear your take on this. Can I, so I want to just keep the negative. Let's just can, go down. Can I give you a positive down. thing? Yeah. Trev
2: mentioned he already celebrated his Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Mother's Day for the rest of the states is Sunday, and if you're trying to get your mom, your spouse, whoever it is, a Mother's Day gift, they're gonna remember. This is where I hmm. landed. A lot of flowers, the socks they reference in here. You get them. The diamonds, the lab-grown diamonds with light box, which gives you a pricing you'll understand a little better, if you know what I'm saying. That's going to be a gift that they're going to remember. My mom doesn't remember the flowers
1: remember, I got her. Remember the fifth well, the I flowers remember. are dead now, bro.
2: Yep. But if bro, I got these her these nice light lightbox... I got her these light box diamonds, she remember that. Mm-hmm. She nice remember gift. that. And especially she wouldn't have to know this part with code Talking Baseball10, name of the show, 10. You're gonna get 10% off your purchase. So click the link in the description. Shop Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds. Code Talking Baseball10. 10% off your purchase. It's this Sunday, fellas.
0: So it's like go Coming time. Up. Yeah, fuck. Go time. Oh no! I got Katie a a weekend away. Ooh, nice. That doesn't happen till Memorial Day, but I got it. That's kind of confusing me. I'm like, oh, I don't. Can I, I, I got to get
1: her like something little to just hand her. Yeah, you got. Like I got you day, know kind of like a of card like, and day.
0: flowers, but like I got the big thing. Like a
1: frog. Can I get sadistic a little bit? Just okay. Cl- what I think about sometimes, you know, if I buy Olivia like a piece of jewelry or something, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not a big jewelry guy, but I know, you know. Sometimes you got to do that. But what I think is, you know what? One day, she's going to be able to, like, re-gift that Mm. to our daughter. And, like, it just goes on and on. That's what makes me, like, you're recycling your presents. So then it's actually not, it's only half the price because it's two presents in one. Olivia's like, why'd you get me this child's necklace? (laughs) No, I'm waiting. (laughs) She doesn't say that. Give that. she did get her nice earrings from my Pass it down, Olivia. Mother's Day. It's
0: not really for you. You just hold it for a little bit. When you're dead, she's <laughs> just, just designed to regift. Oh my God. You did get sadistic at the end.
2: One day, Mom, they got died. a little
0: sadistic.
1: We can all be honest about it. I love Olivia so much. My goodness. All right. All right. You want to talk about? Can I, let me just let me throw some oh questions at gosh. you, bro. Because we've talked about this a lot. Jake and I have been on the car, and I talked about this with Rosie. It's like just a lot of okay. stuff. Yeah, I
0: haven't on. talked about it with you guys a lot
1: and i know the audience wants to hear your take because it is an, it's a, just like a fascinating start to the season for the cardinals and fascinating in the worst way possible um i guess what i'll ask you james is are you okay with them because alimar mall said this is a proactive move if you actually look at it are you okay with them thinking that way that this is a proactive move to get Contreras off the catchers uh, off of catching. No. uh, So it like helps them quicker. No. And the season doesn't prolong.
0: No. I think the Cardinals are utterly embarrassing themselves. And I think that, uh, when the Yankees moved on from Jeter to Didi, I thought the Yankees fans and the Yankees did a poor job there. And I don't think we've ever seen a superstar and, uh, uh, you know, legacy player. Leave and have what the fuck we're seeing right now. I mean, the pitchers aren't performing. And they're no. just blaming it on their new free agent prize possession. Don't even care if he's not Yachty. You knew that he's not Yachty, right? You signed him to be your catcher and rep- and you're not even giving a month and there's so many other outliers that are going on with poor pitcher performance that, like, can't just be him, you know, and rhythm, game calling. We'll figure it out. There's, it there, takes two to tango. Go have a meeting. Cause all their updates are like they were having mutinies, which is how this Cardinals team operates. They had a mutiny to out their last manager. They are, they were a Yachty, like, veteran team led team, basically. That, like, that's how Schilt got the boot. Um, and then it seems like through all these updates that they're just having these, like, player-led meetings, and Contreras wasn't part of them. He said he was going to play the outfield, and they're like, well, after talking to him, it's probably more DH. Like, what? You didn't talk to him before you told the media is going to do the outfield? And then they still went back on that and, like, said, no, outfield. Um, then they said they had when he went back to Chicago they had a uh you know a long pitchers meeting with him and they really poured into him and told him how much they love him and support him like oh so a pity fucking party for him like after all this backlash you guys really may maybe realize like you're causing a problem here but dude i feel bad for contreras now i don't know everything going on behind the scenes cuz we aren't privy mm. to that so if there's stuff i'm missing there's there's stuff i'm missing but from the outset this looks like they brought in a dude to be a punching bag. And if you needed a stopgap to just come in and perform poorly and then and then you move on to your next like five-year catcher, you should have done that.
1: But it, it, it's kind of like awful. It, it's such a he's such a different catcher than Yadi was, too. That's the thing that I, you know, you have to remember. Yadi had some good years offensively. Like he figured ways out to do that but he was a defensive catcher he handled the pitching staff he understood game plans he could read a hitter better than anyone he you know he could throw the pill a little bit Wilson contreras has never really been known for that you played against him in the same division his entire career you've seen him you know the stats if you're going to sign a guy to a contract like that you do your due diligence like you knew that you were not getting Yadi. You weren't going to – that's not what you signed up for. So if you want Yachty, you could have went and got, you know, Rosie said, go get Austin Hedges, a, a guy that can handle pitching staffs, that is, you know, can frame the ball and can steal some strikes. You know, like if that's what you wanted and you could rely on the rest of your offense to to give you your run production, then you should have done that. Like you, you were bringing in Contreras to – he's an offensive-minded catcher. He's an offensive-minded player. That's that's what he is. Um, And you know, if you were hoping to turn him and his career around defensively in in a spring training, like that's typically not going to happen. So that's to me the most frustrating part. Is like you knew what you were doing, and then you're like, I I just you signed a guy for specific reasons, and then now you're scapegoating him for those reasons. It's it's just doesn't make any sense to me. And what the one point I did mention. On our show james is and again i have, keep saying this so people know i've not talked to flaherty whatsoever about this the only thing i talked to flair about yesterday was like you're a fucking beast go get it nothing's changed i just pumped him up but i gotta imagine for this to happen for them to come out and say uh you're not going to be a catcher anymore for the foreseeable future at least there had to be pitchers going to the pitching coach saying stuff. Absolutely, the front office does not go in and do that without hearing that f- directly from some guys. Like in my experience, that I'm speculating, but dang, I feel like I'm right on it.
2: Because you are, because they kicked out Shil, and because you're right, and because the the problem. The problem here is they signed Wilson Contreras because he could hit, right? That's what Wilson Contreras has done at Major League Baseball. They wanted him to catch, but they gave him a five-year deal. He's 30 years old. That they knew in the Wilson Contreras timeline there was going to be DH and there's going to be maybe some corner outfield, maybe some first base. Uh, we'll see, but they signed Wilson Contreras because he can hit because that's, that's what he's done at the Major League level. To bail on him a month in as the catcher, when you're right, re- he talked— he skipped the WBC to like catch these guys and learn these guys. Um, and man, the pitching staff here, Trev, you, you drove the biggest nail through the coffin that I think the Cardinals front office should have came back on the two strike homers. Um, you know, that, that tweet was going around the other day and the the Cardinals have given up the most two strike homers.
0: Most two strike hits too.
2: Guess what? Uh, I don't really care whatever fingers Wilson Contreras pressed on the pitch com button. I was going to say p- fingers put down, but it's pitch com life. Um, guess what? You you didn't have to give up the Homer pitch. <laughs> like it, he, he didn't call for that. Um, and yeah, Trev, I mean, Hey, if, if you went to F- Jack Flaherty before the season and told him your stats would be this on May 10th, I, he, he'd probably give you some fucking cool answer. Cause he's a cool guy and be like, not possible. Um, But, you know, they're there. wayno has been out. Mats has gotten crushed. Uh, Michaelis, I think he had a a decent outing his last time out. Where it's also April. Like, any any major league player outside of Mike Trout, basically, can have a bad month. That to pull the plug this quickly, um, that just ain't it. Uh, So that's kind of the disappointing part and how public it was. Like, you can... You can say, They're, like, hey, we... Why are they all
1: about in public now? What's up with like, that?
2: Like, you can say, hey, we, we want to get Wilson some more DH days. We're going to work in some more of the catchers. And everyone would say, like, okay. Like, the Cubs have done that in previous years. And that's okay. Uh, like, they brought in Jan Gomes while he was their catcher. So, I, I hate how they handled the whole situation. I think we might have a situation of the players might have a little too much power. Um... And I, I don't know. And where does Marmol sit in all of this? It's, it's, it's bizarre. And I bet on the Cardinals to win the NL central. Did they also (laughs) lose
0: their, their pitching coach, the Cardinals? I mean, they lost Yachty. They lost their pitching coach, all that. So is it no surprise that Jordan Montgomery is not struggling at all? He's like, what guys? I had Gary Sanchez for a while. Like you can't pitch without a good catcher. Shit. (laughs) You're pretty spoiled.
1: We forgot to mention that in the Gary the just fucking this, blocked everything.
0: He'll save the Mets. Gary will save congrats.
1: The Mets. Congratulations. You got Gary. Spencer. I mean, Monty in New York,
0: you take away Monty's one bad game, a butter knife. it. he's got like a one nine ERA in the other seven or six. Uh, even with that bad game, he's got a three, two ERA. And maybe that's because he wasn't in this system that they pulled the plug on and they, and they didn't know. Also, you have the, the new pitch clock. Like it seems like their world got shook. And they're not, they're just trying to blame it on Contreras instead of being like, shit, a lot of new stuff happened. Maybe we should adjust.
1: Well, I don't want to just kind of twist the knife in right here, but you mentioned Mike Maddox, who left the Cardinals uh, in the offseason. You know where he's at now Texas. The Texas Rangers. And he
0: looks so much better in a Texas uniform
1: he's
2: with that sec- mustache. He's like, a sexual like, yeah, man. That makes that sense. That doesn't get they, talked about. He's a sexual dealt
1: with some, man. <laughs> okay. They've dealt with a few injuries themselves. Ninth in ERA, fifth in whip, six in hits per nine. Two different voices. You had a guy, Mike Maddox, who's been doing it for a long time. You have Yachty, who's been doing it for a long time. You have those voices in those meetings. They're running them. Those two guys are running those fucking meetings. And now you got a couple of new dudes in there. And yeah, like you you got to expect a little bit of change. Mm. But... I don't know, man. Like, they didn't. The change isn't what they expected, apparently. I'm trying to think about this where it's not just like he's just a scapegoat. Like, what else could have happened? Is he underprepared? Has he not been preparing for these meetings? I haven't really seen that in the the press. But that could be the one thing they kept behind doors, maybe. Because everything else is out in the fucking open. I I don't know what to do
2: with it. I'm thinking saying it on the fly, which always works well with me, but catcher war also needs to be either thrown out or times one and a half or something. Cause you know, I, I had Orioles fans responding the other day, Adley, since, since the Orioles have called up Adley Rushman, I think they're 90 and 67 um, going back to that Giants team that won 107 games. I, I think so much of that was attached to hall of famer MVP, Buster Posey, who had a great season, Yachty, Trev, think about the stuff you just mentioned. Like, you're the first one to call us out on bullshit, and it's like, you're the manager, they're, they're you know, the players have to go. But think about the stuff you talked about with Yachty, like the best at reading hitters live at bat. How do we quantify that? We can't, and we don't, and we'll never be able to. That, yeah, man, I mean, Yachty being gone was going to have an effect. Um, I just, it's either the Cardinals were blind at how big it was going to be, or they needed a scapegoat for this bad start, or, I don't know, just
0: bring back Yadi in any capacity right now. We've been talking about that. I just think Yachty's... Guys ahead. I think he's... I, th- I was reading that. I think Yadi publicly said like he wants a break from it. He's managing, in, in, uh, he's managing and looking to be in a Spanish-speaking world for a little is what i read and well st louis yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: good for y'all i love the carnal but i oh no i uh nah (laughs) every (laughs) day he sits out from the organization the paycheck gets bigger he knows that he's like okay guys he's just (laughs) watching this fire he's got he's got the hose and he's like "Ah, i'll just let it burn a little bit more dude i mean i know this doesn't mean everything but you know we we're talking like wilson Contreras is this absolute you know Brutal person behind the plate. Dalton on the sheet here. Wilson Contreras is tied for 10th with zero catcher framing runs. There's eleven out of twenty-seven catchers that are in the negative. So it's like he's been in that regard flat. Dude, I wonder if like they
0: you like you didn't shake off Yachty. Like you mm-hmm. so they aren't groomed to like
1: call pitches.
0: Hey. You know maybe, what I mean? Cause like, also,
2: maybe they weren't pitching well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're getting rocked, yeah, Pop. Big part of hit. Yeah, I hate catcher. You know what you, you were talking? Let's 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 just get deep into the analytics because we love to do that on this show. You mentioned like there's no way to quantify a uh, yachty reading a hitter's swing. There should be like a sequencing stat, shouldn't there? Like there's enough data now. Like if you follow up a fastball high and in. Uh, on a guy that, you know, has these splits, you should go to this pitch because that's the best pitch statistically predictive, you know. I bet there's data that can do like a sequencing stat. Probably.
0: Computers are everywhere.
1: They're everywhere.
0: All right, let's let's talk about uh our guy wait, Yoshi. Wait, I want
1: to ask you one more thing about that. Oh yeah. What do you do about Mar Mall? Are you in or are you out? Like, the way he's handled this is clearly, like, not been great. He's giving me
0: weird vibes every time I hear him talk. His argument with CB Buckner, where Buckner was in the wrong, that was still, like, bizarre. He had his press conferences. He has this real weird demeanor in them sometimes uh, when I make breakdowns, and then it's like, wait, are you angsty right now? He's combative. He's combative and angsty and not calm, and you're, like, you're supposed to want calm. It reminds me a lot of Jace Tingler, and I think – they might be the last of their kind. And you see Bochi come in and just like, oh, we got real decisions now. And you get see Melvin come in and they're like, I love the bullpen decisions. And you see these older like experience, even Topper and Philly, like the calm, like Tingler and Marmol, I think are the last of their kind We're like, not a lot of experience they came from a weird path they were with the uh, organization and their players guys and they're going to fight for the players and then they're just like angsty for no reason
1: okay yeah i'm 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 kind of off him i was he did one press conference I was like you know what I like he was prepared for this one then sort of think about it i was like you're over prepared for this press he, conference
0: he did one press conference where he was taking sips of his water like uh, a comedian uses like uh taking sips like as a punchline but it was more for like his angst he's like yeah so uh blah, 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 blah. and then like he's 36 years old bro yeah imagine me that's my age that's so petty of me and whatever and it was one press conference but i was just like oh what's this vibe you're supposed to be oh, that's all
1: we were reading we're reading you know body yeah. language and yeah. stuff like that yeah all right Wayno's four years older than him I can't imagine, honestly, I can't imagine going in and trying to command a room like that at my age uh, without having much managerial experience at the big league level. Obviously, I wouldn't because I'm young, but like, it's that's like a thing. Like, you, I'm sure he's up against it all the time, trying to be like, all right, I I am the manager.
2: Well, and that's where, and that,
1: that's, and there's a question mark at the end. Of, <laughs> I'm the manager. Jimmy,
2: Jimmy mentioned the word angsty like that's not a term you hear with any any like great manager um but i don't know i mean it's it's hard to buy he also came out and said he was going to be the stock. outfield
0: and then
1: the cardinals were like nope not true yeah and i mean like, that, well, what's going on here
2: they handled all of that so poorly
1: also yeah. if his pitchers were pitching better we wouldn't be talking about him so maybe they just need to fucking pitch better i don't know
2: I was I was also going to say uh, on the manager front, because we've, we've seen younger managers come and go in different sports, like, you know, even going to NFL, someone like Sean McVay was super young. But in that sport, when you're calling plays, like, you can you can show your worth, and that's kind of what we just circled on Marmol. Like, you know, what's Marmol going to whisper into Wayno's ear? Like, yeah, 2-2, more curveballs, big fella. Like, that's just not... What is this? How it works. Well, he's being sneaky about it. He doesn't want the other team to see, Trev. Come on. Manage one day in your life. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you manage to give me a Blue Moon, Trev? Wow. Mm. I might have one today. Uh, We'll see. I'd do it right now. It's 7.51 a.m. I'd have one. Go out on the berm. Some beers can say they're brewed for baseball. Blue Moon is brewed by baseball. It was made... Coors Field, people. Denver, Colorado, been there. Almost passed out in the stands once. Refreshing flavor with Valencia Orange Peel. That's the difference, people, with their Belgian-style wheat ale. It's a -a one-of-a-kind beer, made brighter, full-flavored. It's a step up. It's a step up from those lame Joe beers. Get yourself a Blue Moon, and get it delivered. Check out get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. The summer's getting nice. Click the link.
1: Grill and chill
2: with some Blue Moon.
1: Grill and chill with some Blue Moon. Wa- one more thing on the Cardinals before we move on. One, one me last thing. We still the graphic up right here. I feel like we have to mention this. And now I got to get it back up. Where did it go? Okay. I got it right here, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. Coming into Monday's series against the Cubs, uh, which they've won two games against the Cubs since then, Cardinals pitchers had a 5-1-3 in 201 and two-thirds innings when pitching to Contreras and a 3-7-7 in 105 innings to reserve catcher Andrew Kisner. So, look, we said all these things and and maybe, maybe, it's going to make a difference for them. And we could all have egg on our face. I don't know.
2: I guess what, what's the percentage? They have egg
0: on their face then. Right. They got four more years of Contreras.
1: Yeah, we all do.
0: It doesn't help them. To just be like, this is a problem we can't fix, so we're gonna fuck ourselves for the next four years.
1: That's what he was saying, like, or being proactive about
0: it. No, but you're, yeah, you're not. You're digging a deeper and deeper hole like we instead actually of think fixing about it, we're being a problem proactive. and working together. So that's why they changed tune and they were like, actually, we had a really good meeting. It was productive. It's like, yeah, do that. So f- do that first next time.
1: We'll If Wilson Contreras. Trade two of your fucking outfielders, please. <laughs> To the Yankees? And get some other pitching, and then we'll all be like, okay, this all makes sense now. But right now, it doesn't make any sense.
2: Go hit, Wilson. Go hit, Wilson. Man, he's handled it well. He doesn't give a fuck. He returned to Chicago, two-hit day. Welcome back.
0: Can we talk about Yoshi? We don't call him Yoshi.
1: Why? He, like Yoshi. he hates that. Fuck. Jeez, <laughs> it's like Lou Bob and, and you know La Pantera he doesn't like Lou Bob who cares I like Yoshi Yoshi is fucking a great nickname if you ask me but he doesn't like it you call him Yoshida Why? there's no nickname there's no shortened dude first of all I always mention this but fire shirt on sale shop.johnboymedia.com mm. we just put a Yoshida shirt on it's got the cherry blossoms around it it's fucking it's oh, a banger for summer oh that is sick it's a banger for summer.
0: All right. No, it's like I'm, a concert shirt. I can't. What's the nickname? What are Red Sox fans calling him? Macho man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, he's awesome. And um, there's a little caveat to it. It's his first time around the league. I always like seeing second time facing guys like okay. the second time he faces this team and they prep for him a little more, but everything you would possibly want him to be as a Red Sox fan. And everyone was laughing at the contract and he's getting uh, back at those people right now. But I just going through his splits. He's been incredible. Like you cannot find a bad uh, slash line. Although I did find one, which I'll talk about ha. later, but um, you know, you played
1: yourself right there, Jimmy.
0: Well, well, uh, <laughs> two outs runners in scoring position. That's like his best, uh, 500 on base percentage. He's, mm. he's uh, uh, got a 462 batting average. So like All those like situational stuff um, versus righties versus lefties, the numbers are both same. He's actually way better on the road than at home, which is a little bizarre considering uh, Fenway, but he's also a lefty, so I don't know how many fly ball outs he's hitting into at Fenway that maybe would be out or hits other places. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you just keep looking at it. He just keeps hitting for average. He's taking walks. It, it's pretty incredible. Trev, how, how hard is it, or how,
2: excuse me, how easy is it to swing and miss at, an, at a major league pitch?
1: Oh, baby. Yeah, it's pretty easy. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know.
1: No doubt. Sometimes you're like, I don't know how I just swung and missed it at that, but old, I did. Old, old you know, a, a Tuesday night
2: game for the Twins. There's a chance mm. you're going to swing through a couple. You can still have a great game. Masataka Yoshida It's
1: your freaking point. Don't don't you don't need to come at
2: me. He hasn't He hasn't whiffed on a pitch in May. 102 pitches, zero swings and misses. Um dialing in. <laughs> uh and yeah, Jim, I, I am interested to see cuz he got off to a little bit of a slow start and then he started to go. So I wonder you know, baseball's the game of adjustments.
1: Did he already make
2: his first adjustments and now pitchers will come back, Trev, please.
1: He opened up his stance a little bit. They made a mechanical adjustment only at the beginning of his stance. I guess the swing they haven't really tinkered with yet, and they didn't really need to, but uh, he was closing himself off, wasn't seeing the ball well. They opened him up. Sometimes when that happens, like, if you think about it, let me see if I can get here. I'm closing myself off, and now here's my head. I'm looking this way, but you see my eyes aren't really centered. Open yourself up and you uh. got a little bit better view. I mean it's especially not if you your
0: dominant eye is that if you're a righty and your dominant eye is your right eye. And the way you it test just, that yeah. is you you look, I look, I put my thumb over Trevor's, I close my right eye, put my thumb over Trevor's face or both hands, both eyes, thumb over Trevor's face, and I close one eye. And with my left eye, it's way off, but my right eye, dead center. I'm right, right. eye dominant. Do it. Okay. Put your thumb over this my is, face.
1: Yeah, got you. I'm left. No, eye with dominant. both eyes,
0: with both eyes. Trevor. Both. Okay. Well, actually, you just kind of hinted it. Now, now close your right eye and just your left eye. Am I? Is it way off now? Yeah. Now it's on.
1: Now your thumb, My thumb is still on you. Your
0: right with eye dominant. Eye. So you needed your head fully turned when you hit it. Yeah, I didn't have that. Yeah. Sometimes I did. That's your patient. left eye. Yeah. That's why you're so good. You don't need to turn your head so well. But I have to because
2: my neck
1: doesn't turn well. Oh, okay. oh my god. You do what neck? Exactly. Ooh, roasted. But that's a look, he, he makes this adjustment. So now, you know, a couple things can happen. They say, you know, you'll see the ball better, but it, it could also just like slow your cadence down a little bit because you're you're feeling like you have more time, then everything kind of slows down. If you're feeling like you don't have a recognition phase, everything speeds up because you're just trying to get to where you need to get to, and you don't you're not just you're just like not giving yourself time. Uh, so he made that adjustment immediately. The ball started coming off of the ground and getting you know back in the air a little bit and I think it was April twentieth, so four twenty we don't know what he did on four twenty to go along with this mechanical adjustment. i'm not gonna something I'm to not gonna say something anything. to relax. maybe him. he
0: put in the work while everyone else was
1: getting high uh but since that day, yeah, he's been going off, and I love that because you talk about second time through the league and all this stuff. The ability to make an adjustment on the fly, the willingness to make an adjustment on the fly, uh, is something that you have to have if you want to be a good big league hitter. His numbers right now overall are disgusting. Like this I guy found, looks, it looks like a steal. I found a weakness, but it's actually a great. It does it.
0: It's a good weakness. It's something that is more likely he overcomes than the league uses to like doom him for good. Because it's only, it's lefties throwing breaking balls, which doesn't happen a lot because if you're lefty versus lefty, you're probably throwing like your change up in or whatever. But yeah, his numbers when he's facing a lefty and that lefty throws a breaking ball are horrible. Uh, Only one hit in uh, 16 plate appearances, a 36% with percentage, which is really high. So it's not like, he is chasing them, and I think he'll get much better at that because discipline's one of his things. And I was looking at a lot of videos, and it's a lot of the sweepers away that he's kind of like half biting on, like doing a check sure. swing. And I think it's more likely that he overcomes that and like yeah, he'll figure that starts out. figuring that pitch he'll out see more. Then then teams are like bringing our lefties and throw the breaking ball, like they'll maybe start doing that bullpen wise for sure. Right. Um, but but lefties. Fastballs, uh, he's, like, destroying. And every other split. That was the only one. But I actually think that he'll get better at that. Also, Trev, as I mentioned the word sweeper, I... Uh, oh, yeah, this is big. Uh, the sweeper's been diluted, and okay. it's, um, it's going to be a big fad pitch. It's not going to last. Four years from now, there's going to be, like, 10 guys that throw sweeping sliders. And you're like, yeah, that guy throws a really, like, Sweeping. Ottavino. Like, you know, he throws a sweeping slider. And the fact that we gave it a name change, I think, was very premature.
1: I hate all of that stuff with the name changes, dude. I, I can't stand it. There's a lot because- of guys
0: right now, and I'll name names, Weissert on the Yankees, Kelly on the Rays, who it's not actually a good pitch. It, it moves so much. But if I'm watching and I'm like, whoa, I had too much time to figure it out. Like, we watched... We saw Weissert's sweeper from, like, a, fan, a video of a fan in the stands. And I remember doing talking Yanks. be like, well, that's the first time, like, in a video like that, I could really see the movement. And then I clicked, like, I don't think that's a good thing. It's 75 miles per hour. Righties are just, yeah. if they sit on it, it gets smoked. So I think the sweeper's been diluted, and it'll come back to being, like, you know, a handful of guys throw really nice, slow sweeping sliders, but not everyone's got a slider and a sweeper.
1: They're, they're just going by, you know, with all the data that we have, we're just going by swing mechanics and and, and biomechanics that they have track man data on. You know, they're like, okay, well, th- what pitch is hard for, you know, this bat path that most hitters have, what pitch, like, doesn't cross that? And that's when the sweeper came about. But I talked to Rob VanScoeg of the Dodgers when I was down there, you know, last week or whatever, and we talked about that. I'm like how do you how do you game plan now when it seems like these guys can just make up pitches on a whim, and he's like, you know, we just we can figure all those out. Like if some guy's a sweeper dominant, this is what we do. I don't want to give his secrets away because I I really respect him. Uh, he said the same thing because we don't care about that because we we don't care about that pitch. We can crush that pitch. So I I think you're right. Um, really. What pitching about, is about okay. and what hitters have problems with is... Just, just my pen. Good location. Yeah. Like staying out of the middle of the fucking zone.
0: Yeah, because the like, lane for a righty-righty sweeper, if you want to try and get it in the zone and not swing and miss, is actually... It's like your blitz ball slider, Trev. Like, you mm, can perfect way that. Well with the inside one, like, the lane is... You're going to hit him or it's going to be sweet spot. And yeah. the damage of missing by... Three inches is like the, not a good risk analysis assessment if I was a uh, RAA person.
1: You know who's... Okay, God, we're going to go on a tangent here a little bit, but I watched that gallon throw because, you know, we we talked about this guy a lot, and I just... Tough night. The, the Diamondbacks were on. He gonna was pitching. I just wanted to see him. He is a fucking pitcher. Everything yeah. moves at the last minute like this. And he knows how to sequence with the best of them, dude. I was trying, I, was, I think I talked about this on baseball today yesterday. I was trying to keep up with him. Like in my mind, okay, you're going to go with this pitch next. And he calls his own pitches on his pitch comp. Yeah. I was trying to keep up with him. And a couple times I got in rhythm with him. And then other times, man, he just, was, just had me guessing up there. But everything comes out of the hand the same. Yep. And it's just going like choo, 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 all over. And he's on the outside peripheral of the zone. He's never in the middle. There's a reliever on the Tigers that I'm, I, it's one of
0: the breakdowns I'm editing right now that I did a little like uh, overlay for. And I was, it was the, one of the cooler ones where the, the break on the slider and two seam sinker was so late. Um, I'm going to blank out his name, Brent. Ah, um, oh shit. It, uh, Tigers righty reliever with an, um, uh, like an American name, American guy. It's like uh, Brent Stocker or something like that. Okay. What the fuck am I thinking about? I don't know, I don't know. But, it, but it was awesome. And I'm sorry that I forgot. Maybe Twins. Maybe it's Twins, not.
2: Oh, you were talking. I think you guys were both talking about this guy the other day, and I think you both got it. Brock Stewart. You both got his oh, name wrong oh, in the yeah, past yeah, couple of yeah, episodes. Yeah. yeah,
0: Brock Stewart. Well, I'm complimenting him here. I'll learn twins. your name now, but like, it was one of the cooler two overlays of the late movement. of like, because yeah. I think with some of the sweepers, it's not tunneling.
1: No. Because it doesn't it's, go straight like out away of tunneling. from tunneling. Yeah, it's yeah. like
0: opposite of tunneling. So if you can read that, you can sit on it because it's so slow. Uh, but yeah, it was Brent Brock. Brock Stewart. Brock Stewart.
1: Yeah, I messed that up the other day too. Because he, he got in and out of some really like a bases loaded jam uh, in extra innings. Well, hit like, by
0: pitch to that would have won the game.
1: <laughs> the, yes.
0: But he swung. And
1: then he struck out the next two.
0: They intentionally walked two in extras to load the bases. And, uh, and, they kept, and they then out he out struck out the next two. Although he did
1: hit. Hit him closing. I know straight. we wanted to talk about more just like the Red Sox lineup banging. That's what it says right here. I mm. love doing this. There, that's what it says right there. Uh, Jaron Duran crushing the ball 991 OPS. Where did that come from? I missed that. I that think there's an article nowhere. right now
0: that Pedroya helped him or something. Oh, I don't- yes. I think that's just a socks pornography
2: website. <laughs> I think that's where you go. That's what go. the Cardinals fans are begging yes.
0: for. They're begging for the first headline like Yachty flew out to go to talk with Contreras.
1: Uh, uh, Alex Verdugo in the nines, straight at nine hundred OPS right now. Uh, Devers is doing it, eight thirty eight. Even the guys, uh, you know, the older guys, Justin Turner's gotten it going a little bit. Connor Wong, mm. who was in the bets trade with Verdugo, he's uh. Posted a 107 from behind the plate. OPS plus. That's nice. They've been going, man. And their ranks uh, amongst, you know, the rest of the league. Third and average. Third and OBP. Third and OPS. Third and runs. Whoops. This is the team that we thought they could be. We're always worried about the starting pitching. Still still are. I still am. I mean, Sales looked. He's had some good outings. Um, But the rest of the staff, like, almost like not so much. Uh, 28th in ERA, 25th in WIP, but the offense has been banging enough where they're, what, three or four games over 500 now? I've got five games over 500. I just read
0: it's a Rosenthal article that came out like 14 minutes ago on Pedroya. And it's actually, I read the first two paragraphs. I will read the whole thing because it seemed cool. But basically, Pedroya said, I told him to get his fucking hands up like he's about to fucking hit something. Mm. And they said, they asked Pedroia, and he's like, yeah, this is what I said. He said, like, because it's basically what. um, Belly? Yeah, Belly and um, uh, Harrison, Jerry Harrison Jr. was saying, Belly, like, be athletic, dude. Like, get in a position where you're going to, like, Hit. do something athletic. Don't just stand there still. And Duran said that he was like, it, like, unlocked him. He was like, oh, yeah. Like, okay. Like, yep, I'm Durant. an athlete. Yeah. So Sometimes that's cool. you just need to hear it. Yeah, I I throw
1: my freaking kids that all the time. My youth team bend your freaking knees, get your hands Mm. up, and they're just like standing like this, (laughs)
2: horrified, bored (laughs) in there. I have three closing notes. Uh, Zach Allen, really good. I agree with you. He's a pitcher, Trev. Thank you. I'm down to two, three, six on the year. Um, A little Yankees Red Sox for you, Trev, to get you excited for that. Uh, Get ready for June 9th through June 18th. Uh, in those nine days, ten days, Yankees and Red Sox play six times. You're two cellar dwellers in the AL East fighting for jobs. That's going to be electric. And three, you just mentioned Zach Gallen calling his own pitches on Pitchcom. Why didn't the Cardinals pitchers do
0: that? Because Yachty called the pitches for you. You hate
2: Wilson so much. Here's a solution for you.
1: You call it. We don't know how. Yachty always did it. Wake up. <laughs> you even need a catcher back there? Just like, no. you know, let's, put, Jake let's, thinks let's it's just gonna put be a guy in, a in the infield and then we'll just have no catcher. Just put a chair there.
2: I think the rules of baseball say one person has to start in foul play. So you start the first baseman foul, mm-hmm. you get the catcher out of there. You pitch the
0: lefties in. And
1: that's Cardinals baseball. Put Nolan Arenado behind the plate. It Defensive it. wizard. Do it. Thanks, everybody. Love you so much. Please, Max Fried, be okay. We love you so much.
2: Join Baseball's going to yeah. South Korea.
1: Yeah, let's London. go
0: to London, not South Korea. Bye.
1: Such an East Coast pod today. A little bit of would. Yankees would, the Yankees
2: would lead the AL Central, Central, Trev?
1: What a freaking mid caption that was. <laughs> yeah. Twins, four and three versus unions this year season series win.